What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, we did. A little bit. Yeah. I only watched Dynamite. Um. And my matches and a couple clips from SmackDown. Yeah. I guess more than a couple. It was like four or five clips yeah. from SmackDown. I watched some clips from Raw, too. Not too many, though. I might have saw one or two, maybe. Right. But I guess we'll start off, as always, with Impact Genesis. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, we did. I didn't watch we it. We started off. <laughs> yeah, I, I did watch some clips from this, but I didn't watch the show. Yeah, I didn't. I don't like. I don't remember why. I don't like. They just, there's too many Impact shows. I don't know why mm. they feel the need to do all these Impact Plus shows like a week before. Because now that we've got another show next week that we just won Will last week. Yeah. If you want to hear it, it's free in the Bud Kind. Hard to Kill, I think is the name of it. Right. Yep. Which is tonight for us. Last right. night for you buds out there. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll actually talk in news and rumors about a change. A change. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, no, we kicked off this show with, um, basically this whole show is the Super X Cup coming back. Right. They do, did a one-night tournament. So, we started off with Ace Austin versus Suicide. Ace Austin won? Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. Is Suicide? And, um, who's playing Suicide these days? Is it, like, the actual guy? I don't know. I'm just curious. Because um, there's been multiple people that have played Suicide, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah. Suicide's the weirdest storyline. Because, like, Austin Aries was Suicide for a while. I know that right. much. Yeah, it's it's the weirdest thing. Whatever. Fair enough. I mean, it's from fucking uh, video game shit back right. in the day. Like, that's right. where it spawned from. Which was really fun. I don't know if you ever got to play it. I did like the no. Impact game back in the day. We actually talked about that not too long ago here in podcast. Did we? They're okay. free. Anyway. Free 99. Um, next match was KC Navarro versus Blake Christian. Blake Christian. Yeah, he did. And then we had Davari taking on Cousin Jake. Cousin Jake probably won. Yeah, he did. This is Sean Davari. Right. And then Crazy Steve took yeah. on Trey Lamar. I'm assuming Trey Lamar won. No. Crazy, Crazy Steve, Steve won. picks up the win That's here. pretty dope. Yeah. So. That's unexpected. Right. And then we got our semifinals match. Ace Austin took on Cousin Jake. Ace Austin won. Yep. And then uh, Crazy Steve took on Blake Christian. Like Christian one? Yep. Okay. I was like, they didn't let Crazy Steve go to no. the finals, did they? No. That would have been cool, though. It would Okay. And then I'm assuming Ace Austin won the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was cool, because if you remember when he got won the X Division um, competitor of the year or whatever, mm-hmm. like, he went on, he's like, yeah, I haven't even been in the X Division for eight years. Maybe I'll go back to doing that. And he goes back to doing that, and he wins the tournament and is, you know... First thing back right. in the action. As soon as he comes back. Right. Which is fantastic. Congratulations. Thanks, Austin. Yep. Yeah. Um, we also had Jazz take on Jordan Grace. From what I heard, this was actually a pretty fun match, too. Jordan won, I assume. Yes, Jordan did win. Okay. So, it's great. Um, and then we had our main event. Main event! Which was the I Quit match between Moose and Willie Mack. Willie Mack quit. Willie Mack did quit. Um, no, Moose quit. Oh, didn't he? I don't know. I didn't watch. No, Mac. Yeah, Moose quit. So Mac wins. Yeah, Mac won oh. because what happened was um, Moose was ba- basically beating the fuck up, beating Mac up. He was down, out, like 
no way he was coming back. He just couldn't, wouldn't quit, couldn't quit. Um, so Rich Swan comes out and uh-huh. like begs him to stop. And Moose is like, no. And Rich Swan's like, what do you want? I'll give you anything to get you to stop. If you say, if you say I quit right now, I'll give you a championship shot. And so Moose says, okay. I Moose quit. says, okay, I quit. Thank you. I quit is what he says. So, and, uh, I like that. Now he's going to get a championship, man. I do like that. I did, too. That's a neat story. Right? Yeah, it was a clever ending to an I Quit match. I liked it. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And that was Genesis. That was Genesis. So I guess after that, we'll move on and start off the podcast, as always, with Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. Brother, brother. It's almost um, like going full circle back to Wild Boar Mike Hitchman. All the way back. And as always, we start off with uh, Triple H coming Triple H, as always. To the ring. Um, and Randy Orton comes out. It's always Randy Orton. But, um... It's because Drew McIntyre's got the COVID. Right, he does. I'm also pretty sure this is the first time they use the word COVID. Maybe. maybe in the WWE. Right. Um, but yeah, Triple H is there. Randy Orton cuts him off, saying he wants to fight him tonight. And, or, Triple H is like, no. And then, uh, Orton's like, oh, is your wife not here tonight? Did you leave your balls in her purse and can't retrieve them? Which so he said not fight. too long ago. He's already used right. the line. I know. Um, and then he's like, and then I guess it's yes. So they're going to fight later. So this Monday Night Raw mm-hmm. saw the biggest drop off ever from the opening segment to the main event, basically. From first to third hour, it had the biggest loss wow. of people in the history of Monday Night Raw. Percentage-wise, or...? Percentage-wise, okay. I do believe. Okay. And so I had that for news and rumors, but it fits because, just spoiler alerts, this Orton-Triple H match is going to be the main event. Yeah. Nobody apparently cared to fucking stick around to watch it. No. Which is actually surprising because I heard the promos, they were pretty fucking good. Yeah. Triple H almost always cuts a good promo, Mm -hmm. except for when he's trying to play to the smart marks. He's really bad at that. Really bad. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, my friend Mark says I'm going to cancel the network. And then, like, you know, four million people quit watching their fucking shit. And it's like, I wonder why. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. know. Maybe you Uh, shouldn't have told all your friends Mark to, because I'm a fucking Mark. Yeah. Cancel my network subscription. I'll give my um, money to New Japan. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Dude, I paid him like 999,999 yen a month. It's true. Which sounds like a fucking lot, but it's like 10 bucks. Yeah. It's weird. Depending on the conversion rate at the time. Usually mine term was coming out, so like, it was like 930. I was going to say, mine actually averages out to be a little under 950 a month. Yeah. Is what it usually comes out to be. Yeah. But anyways... Um, Charlotte Flair's backstage with Sarah Schreiber talking about how Lacey Evans has no class because she's hitting on Ric Flair, which is fucking... Anyway. And then Lacey says... Because they're going to have a match tonight. And then Uh Lacey says that tonight's match is dedicated to Ric Flair and then, like, blows a kiss at the camera. Right. And then woos. Yep, woo! Um... And then Drew McIntyre gave basically a PSA on COVID, um, but it was alright. Yeah, like he's uh, asymptomatic, but he tested positive. So. Right. Um, and then we got Charlotte Flair versus Lacey Evans. 
And they start off and they wrestle for a little bit and then Ric Flair comes out and Charlotte's confused and Ric Flair interferes and uh, on Lacey's behalf and Lacey wins. And then Ric Flair and Lacey celebrate and then backstage um, say that they're going, Sarah Schreiber tries to ask, talk to him. And then they say something about that they're going to a hotel together. Fuck yeah, she's riding Space Mountain, motherfuckers. Yeah, right. And this is only on cable <coughs> TV. It's not like Ric Flair's wife might be watching or anything. Right. Or Lacey's husband, for that matter. Yeah. I guess she's married, too. Yeah, I think she is. The fuck? Whatever. Vince don't care. Um, Keith Lee's backstage. And Miz and Morrison interrupt. They do. They're good at that. And Sheamus is there. I don't know. And then there's going to be a tag match. Sheamus and Keith Lee versus uh, Miz and Morrison. Okay. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. right. Because Keith Lee and Sheamus win. Yeah. And then and they're like celebrating and hugging. And then they yeah. go to commercial break. And then it comes back. And they're fucking fighting each other. Yeah. Pushing each other around and mad at each other. Because, you know, wrestling. Yeah. Right. That's not yet, though. Oh. We'll get to that. I don't know. It was but Then Jeff Hardy... It's supposed to be Jeff Hardy versus Jackson Riker, and Hardy wins, like, super quick. Um, and then Hardy's like, I really want to face you, Elias. So Elias comes in, and then he wins that one, too. Jeff Hardy does, so whatever. Then we get the Sheamus and Keith Lee versus Miz and Morrison thing. Okay. So, and it's just what he said a minute ago. If you want to rewind, like... You can listen to it again. They just heard it. I think they're good. <laughs> yeah. But then that, but what happened was that, and then we have a match between those two. Mm-hmm. Sheamus versus Keith Lee. And Keith Lee wins again right. with the Spirit Bomb. So. Spirit Bomb. Um, and then we got another Drew McIntyre video talking about we should be back for Rumble. And uh, he'll be, he'll be Goldberg. Me too. So... Yeah. Oh, which I was looking. The Rumble's not till the thirty first, so we got two. So weeks. we got two weeks. Two weeks till the Rumble. Right. Oh. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then Riddle's backstage, uh, saying that his match tonight against Lashley is going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. And incredible. Yeah. I don't know. And he was talking to the Lucha House Party. Lucha. Um, Lucha. 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 So. And then Xavier Woods takes on T-Bar. New day. Because apparently Kofi's out with a broken jaw. Yeah, he broke his jaw. Yeah. Poor guy. Uh, I had that for news and rumors. Right. Well, it's not really news and rumors when they announce it on Raw. I didn't know they announced it on Raw. So, okay. Yeah. I don't watch Raw to know that. Right. Um, but T-Bar picks up the win. Me too. So. Yeah, T-Bar finally getting a victory. Right. With the... They changed the name of his finisher. It's not the Feast Your Eyes anymore. It's, it's not, Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut, which is awesome. Yeah. Not really. They should have named it Avert Your Eyes. Mm-hmm. That would have been better. Yeah. Right. And we got a U.S. Championship match. Riddle versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, and Lashley wins with the Hurt Lock. So. A Hurt Lock has been a devastating move in the WWE. Yeah. Not roll-up level, but pretty close. Right. Um, Actually, they've, 
technically, they've done a good job with Bobby Lashley. The problem is Bobby Lashley's just not entertaining to watch. Like, he's kind of boring. Mm-hmm. There's another wrestler I think is kind of boring that I've just slowly been realizing is boring, and we're going to talk about him. Okay. Um, and then Riddle was like, or after the match, Riddle's like, I may not have been able to beat Bobby Lashley, but I can beat MVP. And MVP says, okay. And then Riddle wins by disqualification because Lashley came in and right before mm-hmm. uh, Riddle could win. Yes. And, yeah. Yep. And then there's a fight there. So. Fight, 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 fight. Um, and then AJ Styles is talking about, or talking to Adam Pierce about the Rumble. And then Drew Gulak says that he wants to declare himself for the Rumble. And Pierce is like, nah. Even though, like, everyone else can declare themselves for the Rumble. Actually, what's great is, is like, they're like, no, you can't just declare yourself from the Rumble. That's not how it works here. And then, like, 20 minutes later in the show, two women declare themselves for the Rumble. And now they're just in the Rumble. Because they did it. Yeah. Fucking, man, what's the point of rules if they're not consistent? Right. This is, like, like, basic day one shit here. Yeah. I feel like the the way Raw is written, it feels like... None of the writers talk to each other. They're It's like, okay, you get this 10 minutes, you get this 10 minutes, you get this 10 minutes. And then they just piece it together. And no one knows what anyone else is doing on the show. <laughs> That's how I feel it goes. And so they keep doing the same things or the opposite things or, yeah. It's I feel like stupid. Vince ran out of ideas a long time ago and he's just trying to recycle the same shit and make yeah. it seem like it's better shit. Right. And yeah, as long as he keeps saying it's good shit, people will actually believe it's good shit. Awesome. And I think the ratings the prove that less. this isn't good shit. No. Um, but there anyway. used to be like 15 million people watch the show every fucking Monday. Mm. There's like 1.8 by the end of the show. Good love. Um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so Drew Gulak had to face AJ Styles for his spot in the Rumble, and he lost. Right. So. Um, so fuck you, Drew Gulak. Yeah. And then, oh, Keith Lee offers to face Orton instead of Triple H, and Triple H is like, nah, I got this. I got this. So, and then Nia and Shayna took on Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Mm-hmm. Oh, and before this is when Mandy and Dana declared themselves for the Rumble. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. And Nia and Shayna win this match, so, like, they lose a match after they declare themselves for the Rumble. So, obviously, they're winning the Rumble. And then our main event. Main event! Triple H took on Randy Orton. He did. Um, didn't last long. Like Randy Orton yeah. and Triple and H lights. wrestled for a bit. And then the lights start flickering and shit. And yeah. Triple H's sledgehammer magically lights itself on fire. Mm-hmm. And then he teleports somewhere. Yeah. And then Alexa Bliss is there. And she shoots Randy Orton in the face with a fireball. Yep. The end. And Monday Night Raw went off the air. Yep. And that's the end of Monday Night Raw, brother, yeah. brother. I hope so, you enjoyed it, buds. I do love a good fireball, though. I didn't actually watch the clip of it to see if it was a good one or not. It was a good one. Was it a good it one? It was, like, right in the face. It was good. Better than like Hulk Hogan? It, it looked like it ended, like, right here. Better than good. Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Way better than Hulk Hogan. <laughs> well, with that, I guess we'll move on to Impact Wrestling. Not as good as Jeff Hardy, though. Remember when he got, like, in the in his pyro? Was yeah. That him? Yeah. I think so. I know. I remember. I've seen clips of or the it. Kane one. I Kane. I remember. Um, I remember 
the t- I don't know if I watched it live or if I've just seen footage of it, but the Undertaker walked up the steps and raised his arm so the lights would come come on, and instead of hitting his lights, they hit Kane's pyro and blasted it right in his fucking face. That yeah. shit they used yeah. to put on the turnbuckles right. or just shoot the flames. So, yeah, right in his fucking face, he was standing there for his lights to come on, and they hit Kane's pyro instead. Yeah, yeah, it was Jeff Hardy. Okay, this is the one I was thinking. Yeah, but all right. Um, yeah. So that will move on. Impact. Impact. Impact Wrestling, Wrestling. live from the Impact Zone. Yeah. Uh, no Ring of Honor this week because he didn't. We didn't watch, and I can't find results anywhere. Yeah, that's weird. So it's super weird. It I don't know. Um, but we started off Impact with Taya Valkyrie taking on Kimberly. Yes. And Kimberly picking up the win. Um, and then Kenny Omega. Uh, Don Callis and the Good Brothers are on the bus, and they're talking about their match. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then we got another paid advertisement with Tony and Tony, which was good again this week. I did see this. Yeah, yeah. I saw this on social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Tony's fucking New Year's glasses and shit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then... We got Chris Bay and Rajit Raju, Rajit Raju versus Manic and Suicide. Manic and Suicide won? And Chris Bay and, nope, Chris oh. Bay and Rajit won. Fair enough. So, Fair um, enough. Yeah. And then we got uh, Diener versus Tommy Dreamer. Diener wins here. Um, Probably not. No, it's just a big schmoz. Oh, okay. Like the wrestling doesn't even happen. Oh, all right. Fair yeah. enough. That happens. Yeah. You'll have and that. And then, oh, I think this is where they showed the Tag Team Women's Championships. Okay. And right. Talked about that for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then we had Tennille versus uh, Rosemary. <clears throat> Tennille wins. And uh, Rosemary wins. What the fuck? You're bad at this. Yeah, I'm, I'm off on impact. Yeah. We'll see if I do better on dark. Yeah. Um, yeah, Rosemary used the hairspray to... <coughs> Get the win. Um, and then Rich Swan cut a promo about his match. Okay. Um, oh, he's facing Carl Anderson tonight. So. Nice. Then we got Moose versus Matthew Palmer. Okay. Uh, and oh, Moose obviously picked up the win. Yeah, I'm not surprised about that. Yeah. Um, God damn it. Yeah. And then, oh, the official stopped it, too. Okay. Yeah. Double. Yeah. Fuck it. And then, main event. Main event! Anderson versus uh, Rich Swan. Anderson wins. No, Rich Swan wins. Yeah. Or there's um, shenanigans. There's probably shenanigans. Yeah. Regardless of who wins, there's probably shenanigans. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But then the bus empties, and then we go backstage, and the Good Brothers and Omega are attacking the Motor City machine guns. Nice. And Rich Swan comes out. Yeah. He tries to come for the save, but he gets jumped. Yep. Fucked. Yep. Fucking yeah. they. That's the end. Yeah. So we'll see them face off uh, tonight. Last night for you both. Right. <clears throat> we'll tell you about it next week. I heard it go. And yeah, we'll recap it for you next week. But until yep. then, let's move on to AEW Dark. Right. We'll recap. BJ, tell us the matches. I'll tell you who won. Ricky Starks and Mike Verna. Ricky Starks. Yep. Uh, Jurassic Express 
which is going to be Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, mm-hmm. versus Ryzen and Fuego del Sol. Luch Express. Yep. Jurassic Express. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right. Tainara Conti versus uh, Marty Daniels. Ty Conti. Um, Dark Order, which was Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, Colt Cabana, Alan Angels, and Preston Vance. Okay. Taking on Sean Dean, Danny Limelight, Zach Clayton, Adam Priest, and Barry Morales in a 10-man tag. Hashtag join Dark Order one. Yes. Uh, Will Hobbs took on Louis Val. Powerhouse Hobbs won. Red Velvet took on Leva Bates. Red Velvet won. Yep. Uh, The Dark Order took on Casey Navarro, which was Reynolds and Silver. Thank you. Took on Casey Navarro and El Australiano. I'm going to go Dark Order one. (laughs) That was her debut, too. L.A. Strong. Or his debut, El El Australiano. I can't even say it. Right. (laughs) Okay. The, um, oh, what are their names? Something Bonds. I can't remember now. Varsity Bonds. Varsity Bonds. Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison took on Lee Johnson and Aaron Solo. I'm going to go with the Varsity Bonds one. Yes. And Anna Jay took on Alex Gracia. Anna Jay. Serena Deeb took on Tesha Price. Serena Deeb. Bear Country took on Baron Black and Nick Camarado. Bear Country. Yeah, Top Flight took on Luther and Sepenico. Top Flight. Yep. And that was the main event. Main event. All right. That moves my... For 2021, I've only missed one AW match. I've mm-hmm. only gotten wrong. And I'm now at a 25 correct streak. So nice. we'll keep it going through the year. See? And with that, we'll move on to AEW Dynamite, which was the only wrestling that BJ and I both actually watched. Yeah. And we did it together. Yeah, we did. Um. Yeah, we started off with Pac taking on Eddie Kingston. Yes. Uh, this was great. It was good. Um, Pac does pick up the win with mm-hmm. the Black Arrow, though. Yes. Um, but after the yeah, and after the match, Pac puts Kingston in the Brutalizer, and the Butcher and the Blade hit the ring, and then uh, Kingston or yeah, Kingston's crew shows up, and then Lance Archer comes out and chases off Eddie Kingston and everybody. And then Pac and Archer get in each other's faces. So right. I love this interweaving of stories here. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. Next match, we had Miro taking on Chuck Taylor. And if Chuck Taylor loses to Miro, he has to be a servant until Sabian's wedding. So. And now he has to be a now, servant because yes. he lost. Yeah, he did. And they, like, drug him out. It was, it was actually... It was the best match Miro's had since yeah. he's come to AEW. Right. So. It was pretty, it was fairly short. Yeah. Um, Matt Hardy and Private Party are backstage talking about uh, their contract mm-hmm. uh, with Private Party's contract with Matt because it was said it was supposed to be 30%, but they weren't going to take any of their like right. cameos and Twitch and blah, blah, blah money and. And instead he is. He's taking like yeah. 50% of that. Right. And... Because they didn't read uh, the fine print. Yeah. Quinn calls him a money-grubbing carny at one point. <laughs> that was good. It's great. So. Uh, then we had the Inner Circle come to the ring and mm-hmm. all give their uh, New Year's resolutions. This was... All right. Championships! That was good. Yeah. Jake Hager was fantastic. Who uh, better? Oh, no, wait. That's Brian King. Right. No. Yeah. No, Jake Hager's thing is championships. Championships! 
But basically, they went through, and uh, Sammy calls Jericho a uh, tag team slut. Yeah. And because he's been, you know, tag teams with everybody. And now it's kind of leading. We're going to have a triple threat tag way tag team match next week to decide to decide the official tag team of the inner circle. So it's going to be Proud and Powerful versus MJF and Jericho versus Guevara and Hager. Nice. So yeah, it's going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes next week. Right. Um. Yeah. And then, um. Dark, we get the Dark Order backstage, and they're goofing around, but and also say that they're going to do everything in the future to honor Brody, mm-hmm. and um, they're going to team with Adam Page next week. Uh, and get Page to agree that if he mm-hmm. if they win, he'll join the Dark Order. No, that's not what it was. I know. No, that was not what it was. No, but he says after the match. I know. But he did ask, like, after the match, will you give us an answer if you're going to join or Yes, not? he's going to answer. So, he's not actually going to join. I'm hoping he... I'm just hopeful. I hope he joins. It's too. wishful thinking. I mean, like, I just... Uh, it's still... This is the happiest this, he's been. And the story needs to be this. They're they're going to teach Adam how to be friends. Mm-hmm. And slowly through this, all the yeah. elite are going to figure out how to be friends, and they're going to end up coming back together, and it's going to be, like, the ultimate fucking redemption. Right. Because yeah. that's been the story. They're all they all don't know how to be friends with each other, and they all end up being shitty friends, which calls the divide. And then they right. don't know how to repair the damage because they're all shitty friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for all this. Me too. I've been excited for all this for six months. We've I've been excited year. for like a couple years yeah, about the storyline. But <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um. All right. And we got the Elite backstage with Don Callis. Mm-hmm. And Don Callis is like, Young Bucks, you know, you guys are big enough stars. You guys should have your own entrance. You know, Kenny will go out first. You guys come, Then you guys come out. And then so Kenny comes out. And then Callis cuts a promo and introduces Omega's best friends. But instead of the Young Bucks coming out, it was the Good Brothers. Yep. And, yeah. And you see the Bucks, like, shaking their heads backstage. And we're going to get Kenny Omega, Doc Gallows, and uh, Carl Anderson, big old, or in, yeah, versus the Varsity Blondes and Danny Limelight. Dude, Danny Limelight. He was impressive in this match. Great Fuck in yeah, this he match. Did. He looked um, really good in this match. That was my biggest takeaway from this mm-hmm. match, was how good he looked. Yeah, and he, uh, I saw him on Twitter afterwards. He's like, you know, this is just the start. One day I, w- I will face Kenny Omega in a one-on-one match, and then you'll see even more. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was like I said, I was impressed with this match, and especially those kids against these three. Like, yeah, fucking huge for them. Mm-hmm. Um, the elite obviously did pick up the win. Good Brothers hit the magic killer on uh, I think Limelight. I think it was too. Yeah. Um, and then John Moxley comes down to the ring. And tries to go after Omega, but the Good Brothers uh, pull him off. Then the Lucha Bros show up um, and help. And then the Young Bucks come down. And then the Lucha Bros come come back in, kick the Young Bucks. And Omega and Callus just kind of get away and let it all go. Um, I... 
I'm very interested in tonight because, like, I kind of hope that this was a swerve, mm. and then that tonight there's a swerve, and when they introduce the Good Brothers, you got the Young Bucks, Bucks come out, come out instead. Right? How dope would that be? It would be pretty cool. Yeah. Because we'll find out tonight. Right. I'll probably have it on in the background. Me too. Um, Britt Baker uh, has the waiting room next with yeah. our guest Cody Rhodes. Special guest Cody Rhodes. Um, fucking Reba's fantastic. <laughs> she played her part so well. Her own little, uh, oh, what was his name? Um, Ed McMahon. Yeah. Yeah. She was like a perfect Ed McMahon character on this. She, um, I haven't heard the whole thing, but she has done some stuff on ad-free shows, which if you don't know what that is, it's Conrad Thompson's paid service where you can get all his podcasts with a bunch of extras. You can get his podcast early and ad-free if you pay for it. Plus, Mm -hmm. then there's a bunch of extra podcasts there. And they did one with uh, Reba doing like a happy hour where she was drinking with people on okay. the live chat or whatever. Oh, that's And cool. then she went in and joined like Tony Schiavone and she shit face talking and she's like, Hi Tony, I've been at happy hour and I'm drunk. Like drunk drunk. And yeah, <gasps> it's just fucking fantastic. That's great. I really like that. <laughs> um But yeah, Cody comes out then and um They made fun of his neck tattoo. Right. It's sparklers, so they had the contracted pyro for his entrance. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was good. Yeah. They didn't know where to put him out. Right. Um, and then Jade Cargill comes out and gets in, like, Cody's face and talks about Brandy. And then Red Velvet comes out and uh, slaps Jade. And then the fight breaks out. Um, and then that gets broken up. And they all get go away, and then um, the video of Thunder Rosa attacking, or Burt Baker attacking Thunder Rosa shows up on the screen. Right. And then Rosa shows up on the screen. Cuts um, a promo on Britt. Says right. that Tony sanctioned a match, and we're going to fight in, I don't know, February Beach something. Beach break. Beach February break. third. Beach break, bitch. Yep. February 3rd. There you go, folks. Yep. The week after the Rumble. Yes. Um, we got the Jurassic Express, um, which was Jungle Boy and Marco stunt this time. Yeah. Taking on FTR. Obviously, FTR yeah. won this match. Right. Um, with the big rig, too. Mm-hmm. With the finish, big rig, yeah. their new fin. Well, it's the same move, it just has a new name. Right. Um, yeah. This was better than I expected it to be. Um, yeah. Because of the Shatter Machine in WWE for you WWE right. fans out there. So. Yeah. Um, and then we got probably my match of the night. Uh, Serena Deeb taking on Tay Conti mm-hmm. for yeah, the WWE really World Championship. Like, this was a great... Like, Serena Deeb retains. She does, but I really enjoyed this match. Me too. This was the best Tay Conti match I've ever seen. Same. Um, and Serena Deeb played her role perfectly. Like, yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of wish Tay would have won, but... I, I didn't expect her to. I just want her so to join the good. Dark Order and be done with it already. Yeah. I mean, the Dark Order was with her, so right. that was cool. I mean, yeah, she just hasn't officially announced it. Right. So. Um, all right. And then we have main event. Main event! Darby Allen taking on Brian Cage. Who better? For the fucking uh, TNT Championship. Darby Allen wins. 
Yeah, this was good too. This was good. This was my favorite. It match. was. I thought this deserved to be the main event. Yeah, Brian Cage. Good. I just really tossed. Fucking yeah, ten feet in some occasions. Was like so he, there was one he tossed him like ten feet from inside the ring to the outside through like the, the timekeeper's table, right. like into that fucking area. It was so just far away. Chucked him. Yeah, it was like Darby went do went to Cage before this and was like, do whatever you want. Throw me. Like, dude, like... You know, I, th- I was thinking about me. something in this match. Just try. And it's going to be cool, but it's going to be weird. Mm-hmm. When crowds come back and the audience is back on the hard cam instead yeah. of the stage, that's going to be weird. Yeah. I've gotten so used to seeing the stage in the hard cam, and it's going to be weird when the stage isn't on the hard cam right. side anymore. Yeah. But it'll um, be nice to see people back and being able to congregate mm-hmm. without infecting each other with right. with the vid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and the finish of this match uh, was Ricky Starks went to interfere and the lights went out. Sting came out. Fucking Ricky sold the baseball bat hit like beautifully. Killed him. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. And then um, Ricky got the crucifix so funny, bomb. Fuck yeah. Was, yeah. I, I could watch Ricky so, Starks oh, all me day too. long. He's so good. Yeah, so. But yeah, that was Dynamite. Yep. It was not the best yeah. episode, but it wasn't bad either. Yeah, it was good. It was a little slow in some areas, but yeah. good finish, good main event. Right. That women's match, as you said, was also fucking excellent. So yep. I guess with that, we'll uh, move on to NXT. Yep. Uh, we started off with Shotzi Blackheart taking on Candice LeRae. True story. With Indy Hartwell by her side. Yes. Yes. And, uh, or Indy Wrestling, if you will. Somebody uh, won. Candice did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, spinning neckbreaker. Got it. For the win. Misses same face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Let's Oh, Pete Dunn and Oni Lorcan and Danny Burt show up in an SUV. That happened. Yes. Yep. Um, Finn Balor comes That's to McAbee's the ring. crew, in case you buds forgot. Yeah. Finn Balor comes to the ring. True. And, uh... I heard know. his promo. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he, and then he gets interrupted by Pete Dunn. Yep. So it seems like Pete Dunn's coming after the championship. I bet those two could have a fucking killer fucking match, man. Mm-hmm. Pete Dunne and Balor. I'm, didn't they fight in I think they did at, some at point? one point. Yeah. I'm going to look, we'll have to look that up. I feel like they're both better now than they were in progress. Though. Well, yeah, for sure. That was a few years ago. Three, four years ago. Maybe even more by now. I can't even remember. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, yeah. And then they attack Balor. So you got to think it's been four years since we went to Mania. Has it been? Yeah. Damn. Okay, so yeah, four or five years. Um, so we went in 17, and this is 21. So this will be the four-year mark at when Mania hits again. Yeah. Um, and then Kyle O'Reilly actually shows up to help um, Balor mm-hmm. and, and Adam Cole and, and then Roger Strong come up too. Yes. So, yeah. Undisputed. And then Gargano's backstage. Johnny Gargano is backstage um, with Mackenzie Mitchell. I like that you specify like there's another Gargano running around somewhere. Well, for some reason, I thought Candace's last name was Gargano. It's LeRae. Right. Mm-hmm. They're married, though, so I get why you would think they would have the same yeah, last I don't name. Know. My wife has the same last name as me. Right. I mean, I know they don't. But she does. Since our wedding, actually. She didn't before. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know. Me neither. And then uh, the grizzled young vets come to the ring, and they cut a promo before their uh, the first match of the twenty twenty one Dusty, Dusty Classic. classic. Yeah. This yeah. is the start of the Dusty Classic. So classic first round match. Ever Rise taking on Grizzled Young Vets. Ever Rise win? And Grizzled Young Vets pick up the win. Okay. So, yep. And then Shotzi cuts a promo. Yes. And because they announce um, that they're going to be doing the first ever woman's Dusty Road Classic. Cool. Um, I didn't actually not know this. I missed this. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. When is the, this is going to take place after the males, I assume? I'm guessing. I don't know. Oh, I don't know that part. Said but they're starting to put the teams oh, together. Oh. So, uh, yeah, Shotzi says she needs a teammate. And Amber Moon walks up, and they're going to be teammates. For okay. Dusty, women's Dusty. Good for them. Which will be good. Yes. Um, yeah. And then we got uh, Johnny Gargano taking on Dexter Loomis. Mm-hmm. And Johnny Gargano picks up the win. Okay. Um, he is the North American champion, with the so that makes sense. Yeah. Most devastating move in professional mm-hmm. wrestling. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we got a interview um, with Ciampa and Thatcher, and their fit pipe, fit pipe, fight pit match will happen next week on NXT. <laughs> right. So... That's going to happen. Um, all right. And then we got... Uh, I think this was the main event. Main event! Oh, it was if not. not, I'll say it It was again. not. It not was, main sorry. event! But this is... It should have been. Um, another first-round match for the Dusty Classic. Jake Atlas and Isaiah Swerve Scott against the debuting MSK, who is Impact's former, former Impact's Rascals. Yep. So... Yeah. Um, and obviously, MSK picks up the win. I mean, yeah, they're debuting. They're going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of hope they win the whole thing. They might. I, I wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me either. I agree. I think it'd be smart. I just and their finisher is like a modified heart attack. Oh, okay, that's cool. So, yeah, I'm going to see if I can find a clip of that. Either that, or they lose in the finals to um, Cole and Cole Strong. And Strong. Yeah. yeah. That's what I think should happen. Yeah. I was going to say I disagree. I think they should lose in the finals to Colin Strong. Right. Because Colin Strong will put them over. I was yeah. going to say strong, but well. Yeah. yeah. They'll do a nice job of yeah. putting them over in, law, in, in their loss. Right. Um, let's see. But then Casey, again, you know, Strong is one of those guys that could have a good wrestling match with a paper bag. So. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, they also announced Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter are going to team up. Uh, oh, they they are starting the women's Dusty next week. So it's Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter versus Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm. I kind of wish they would just spread them out and have one and then the other. Yeah. I feel like they're going to take away from each other. But I feel like I, maybe we get the finals of both at the next takeover. Probably. That's probably why they're doing it. But, you know, it could still be fun, so we'll yeah. see how it goes. Yeah. Maybe we'll get lucky and we'll get a May Young back again this year, too. That'd be cool. So, um, Scarlet uh, is playing with some tarot cards. Nice. And the tarot cards tell her that uh, Carrion's going to come after Finn Balor in the championship, so... 
And then, um... Kind of sucks. Zaya. That means we know Pete Dunn's not going to win. They just spoiled that. Tarot cards don't lie, man. I know. Ever. I know. Ever, right? Maybe we'll get a triple threat. I don't know. I don't want that. Me either. Uh, all right. So we got Zia Lee with Boa and that, like, mysterious figure. Yeah. Uh, versus a local talent. Like, they didn't even say their name. Um, they don't need names. No. So, obviously, Zia Lee won with one, two hits. So. And Fair enough. Fair enough. They're doing, like, it seems like they're doing, like, a uh, almost Mortal Kombat type gimmick. Like, you got, like, the m- mysterious, like, leader guy leader guy on the throne, like, hey, fight. And then they go in, they fight, they win. And he's like, good job. <laughs> I have no clue what the fuck they're doing know. here. I don't know. I'm sure we'll see it eventually. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Swerve and Jake Atlas got into a brawl. Okay, good for And you. Bronson Reed interjected. That's great, too. So. Don't care. And then we got Brizongo versus Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. Adam and, Cole and Roderick uh, Strong main won, event. and this was our main event for real this time. For the Dusty, yeah. Another first round for the Dusty. Yeah. Cole and Strong win. Yep, sure I did. did. That. I saw the ending of this match. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good times. That's NXT. That was NXT. And with that, we'll move on to last night. For us, this is episode of SmackDown Live. Sister, sister. Sister, sister. Sister, sister. sister. Um, backstage, Roman's, uh, Heyman gives Roman the contract and says, I got our contract ready for Adam Pierce. Uh, it's going to be a no DQ match at the Royal Rumble. And Roman, or and he's sitting there with Apollo Cruz too, which was kind of neat. Um, and Apollo, like Heyman comes in, and Apollo's like, "I'll, I'll leave. It's cool." And he's like, "No, no, sit down. You can learn something." And that's neat, right? And then he just kind of like, yeah, Heyman's like, you know, yeah, I got it for no DQ, and he's like, "No, that's not what I want. I want last man standing. I will consider this done." And uh, so Heyman goes off to. Change the match at Royal Rumble against Adam Pearce into a last man standing match. The only thing I don't really like about Roman Reigns right now is this stupid head of the table thing. Like, the shirt's dumb. Oh, yeah. And, like, there's so much more you could have done with the shirt than just putting the fucking words head of the table on it. Like, come on. You got, like, you finally give the guy a cool little slogan or something that you (laughs) would do something with, and then you're just going to put words on a fucking shirt. What they should do is. All of the Samoan family that they have the rights to, they should put like they should do like the Last Supper type thing with with Roman and Jesus's spot, and right. then all the other Samoans there, and it says head of the table, and like, um, yeah, and you can get like the Rock and I'm like, with you one hundred percent and Zika and Rikishi one hundred percent. I'm on board with that. and yeah, because that's how it fucking should be, like. Right? There's so much cool shit they could have done with that. Instead, they just put words on a fucking t-shirt. Right. But people will fucking buy it. Remember the days when heels didn't have t-shirts? Just saying. Um, Actually, it could be worse. Remember the days when wrestling t-shirts were just the fucking wrestler on the t-shirt? Like, I don't want to walk around with a picture of Shawn Michaels (coughs) on my chest as big as my fucking face. Like, no thank you. I do. Shawn Michaels, man. 
Like, not nowadays, not with, like, the wonky eye so and receiving hair. That's the difference between you and me, my friend. <laughs> like, yeah. I do Like, the shirt eyes. with him, because there was a shirt, I think there was a shirt back in the day with him and, like, Sherry, though. It's a, like, Heartbreak Kid. Yeah. Anyway. I guess the one I'm thinking of was just him, so. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Jey Uso comes out and welcomes everyone to the Bloodline show, is what he calls it, because him and uh, Roman are running the show, not right. Adam Pierce. Correct. Um, Adam Pierce is not running the after show. last week, he has some business with Shinsuke Nakamura. So Shinsuke Nakamura comes out, and guess what he comes out to? His, His old, old music. fucking music. Which uh, is actually funny because there was a podcast I listened to that was taking bets on how long it was going to take him to come out to his old music, mm-hmm. and they bet by the Royal Rumble that it would happen, and of nice. course it happens like, they what, that podcast comes out on Wednesday, and yeah. by Friday they were already coming out to his old music, and That's, he does his old pose thing too, where he holds oh, up yeah. the rope and right. yep. collapses or whatever the fuck, yep. um, and he did that too. So yeah. That's impressive, unless you're talking about Bruce Pritchard's podcast. Because then that's not impressive. It was the <laughs> What's Wrong With Wrestling podcast, okay. which you would recognize the one guy right. who did the Stone Cold Steve All. Okay. Yeah, I know them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for the Buds, he does a Steve Austin. Well, they do a lot of impersonations, but he's most yeah. famous for doing a Stone Cold one on the Edge of Christian podcast. Yeah, I know. Yeah. For the Buds, it might not. Right. Now they do. Um, but now yeah, they and that led to a match with Nakamura and Jey Uso. And Nakamura picks up the win. Right. With the Kinshasa. Um, uh, and then Cesaro celebrates with him. So are they faces? Is Cesaro face too? That's what's going down here? Yep. Yeah. That's kind of neat, I guess. Why not? They're both kind of turning face and yeah. I mean, I knew Nakamura was, but I assumed they were going to split these two up during this process, but it yeah. seems like maybe they're going to turn Cesaro with him. Yeah, it looks like they're just yeah turning them both faces, letting them both do singles things. I'm fine with that. But they're, they're just with each friends. other. Yeah, they're still hanging out. Right. So, which is kind of dope. Um, These are both guys you could be pushing to the fucking moon. Yeah. Sonya's backstage with Adam Pierce. Yes. Um, so again, cool. right. Yeah. That we haven't seen. She lost a loser leaves town week. match. Right. Well, she lost a loser leaves town match. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, or two weeks. Because yeah, but I kind of forgot about this. So yeah. she was supposed to be gone, and then she just shows up. <coughs> they don't make a big deal about her being back. They don't say who she is. She's just there. Yeah, she walked in one day or two weeks ago. Two she weeks just ago. walked in, and then last week she was talking to Adam Pierce. Right. Now this week they're talking about Adam Pierce, or she's talking to Adam two. Pierce. Yes. So yeah. number one contender for the Universal Champion, Adam Pierce. Right. Not for long. Um. Yeah, and then this is where Heyman walks up and talks to him about changing it to uh, yeah, the it. other match. And yeah, and says they'll sign it in the ring. Um, and then, let's see. Kayla's backstage with the Street Profits asking about their uh, match last week. Yes. And they say they're, they'll get them back. It's fine. Um, I'm actually glad the Street Profits lost. Yeah. So, I used uh, to like those guys. I screwed up the order of these things. That's so right. the first one is Roman wanting the disqualification, no disqualification match, or no disqualification match. 
Raymond went and got it signed. That's what just happened. And then now this is the part with Apollo Crews where he wants it changed. Okay. To a last man standing. Gotcha. So, and then we got, okay, this was dumb but cool at the same Some parts were fun, but some parts were dumb. Okay. So we got Natalia versus Liv Morgan. But Billy Kay did come out with them, and she's got kind of like a grunge look going on. She's got like oh, a Oh, I'm going to see if I can find that. I didn't see this. Was there a clip of this by chance? I'll have to look yeah. for it then. Yeah. I didn't um, see this. So that was good. Okay. But then um, and then Natalia has Tabina by her side. So during the match, Ruby tries to interfere uh, to help Liv. And she ends up on the same side of the ring as Tamina. And Tamina scares her off and goes chasing her. So, and Liv was about to hit her finisher. And Billy runs right through the middle of the ring, which obviously caused the distraction. <coughs> and Natalia ends up picking up the win over okay. Liz. Liv. And, yeah, then they were all pissed off. I mean, I guess I would be pissed off, too. Yeah. So, and Billy was apologizing. And, yeah. But Billy's just great. Like, it's weird that they split these two up to make Peyton the star and Billy's the one that's shining because right. they just put Peyton into another random tag team. Right. And now that's and not now even that's happening not even, because right. Lacey because Evans is busy fucking Ric Flair apparently. Right. Yes. Yes. God, Jesus Christ. Um, Here's the thing. Like, and you know, I understand. Like, okay, this is not good stories for wrestling. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. But here's the thing: these are just, these are not good stories. These are fucking professional writers. Yeah. These aren't good stories. They're not good for anything, let alone wrestling. Yeah. Right. Ah, this is dumb. We got Rey Mysterio taking on Baron Corbin. Um, Baron I saw one clip from this, which was Rey Mysterio drop kicking Baron Corbin in the knee, and it missed by a fucking lot. And Baron still just took the bump. That's funny. Um, but Baron does pick up the win with the end of days. Fair enough. End of days is one of the most like end of days in the Hurt Locker, like two of the most protected finishers in WWE, which is weird to say. Um, and Roman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, These days, right? Um, Pierce is backstage, and then this is where <clears throat> they want to change it to the last man standing match. Okay, this is where he gets approached about changing yeah. it. Yeah, okay. and Pierce is like, okay, I'll take this, make the change, and we'll just sign this in the ring tonight. Okay. Yep. Um, cool. yeah. And then, oh, Dominic is talking to Ray backstage, both Mysterios. Okay. Um, and yeah, Mm -hmm. just clarifying. Right. Um, just in case. Right. And he, Dominic tells Ray he wants a match with Corbin. Okay. Me too. Right now. Then we got our newest talk show. Okay. It's called Ding Dong Hello with Bailey. Um, the parts I've seen with this was fucking hilarious. Like, she's got a door in the middle of the ring. It says, ding dong, hello. And, like, when she does the entrance, she comes through the door. Like, she was already in the ring behind the in behind the door. Okay. And I she, didn't like, see anything comes through. This. Oh, my God. It was funny. Fair and enough. Bianca Belair is her first guest. Okay. And, like, Bianca comes down and gets by. And then, like, Bailey, or she goes behind the door. And ba- or Bianca, uh, or Bailey starts introducing her. And um, Bianca's like, all right, you know who I am. Like, I'm coming in. 
And she's like, no. And Bailey's like, no, you've got to ring the doorbell. And Bianca's like, fine. And she, I, then the doorbell rings and she walks through the door and comes in and um, there's like, you know, a really nice chair for Bailey. And then there's a stool. Shitting all night. A stool for Bianca. Well, when Bianca walks in, she just sits in Bailey's chair and um, she's like, oh, this is nice. Thank you. Like, you're really nice to your guest. She's like, Bailey's like, no, that's, that's mine. Like, and then she's like, okay, I'll just, I'll sit on the, and she goes to sit on the stool and it's like uncomfortable. She's like, I'll just, I'll just stand. It was just the way it was delivered and stuff was actually really funny. I might see if I can find that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they end up challenging each other. Um, to an obstacle course. Okay. To see who's the ultimate athlete. That makes sense. So it's not like week. they are engaged in any kind of you know athletic sport already right. or anything. Well, as a profession, this makes sense because Bianca's the EST, so she's proving she's <sighs> the best yeah, at everything. I don't understand why you just can't have a wrestling match on a wrestling show? But that's just that's what it's going to lead to. But we got to have the obstacle course first. We got two weeks to build till Royal Rumble. We'll have the obstacle course, then we'll have some sort of brawl the next Friday, and then they'll announce the match for the Royal Rumble. Or no, they won't announce the match for the Royal Rumble because they're both going to be in the Rumble, and they're going to be the last two in the Rumble. That might be. And Bianca wins. We'll I see. fucking hope. We'll figure that out next week. Yeah. Yeah. That, but that's what I think. Okay. So, um. We see a clip from Daniel Bryan, Otis, and Gable, and then Bryan challenges, or Bryan is talking about how he keeps going for excellence, and that's why he's been training with Gable and Otis, and then Nakamura comes in and brags about winning the Rumble and how Bryan hasn't, and then Cesaro comes in um, to stand up for his friend, and then they challenge... Brian challenges Cesaro to a match, and we get that next. Okay, and Brian um, wins. I saw a attempted hurt Karana where Cesaro blocked it. They actually let Cesaro win Cesaro a match. Cesaro fucking won this that match. fucking time. Yep. He, um, now he won't Brian win. Brian went for the yes years. kicks, and Cesaro threw him in the air, hit him with the uppercut, uh, hit the neutralizer, and picks up the one, two, three on Daniel Bryan. Cool. Is this main event? Uh, no. No. Roman Reigns is main event. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, There's some more stuff with Carmella because they're continuing with her and Sasha. This is like the worst, yeah. And then we got Apollo Crews against Sami Zayn with Big E by ringside. But Big E had like his own little love seat and he was on commentary, but he was like laying in a love seat on a love seat and stuff. It was great. Um, And... Apparently now Sammy has, they're making a documentary on him, so he's got a documentary crew following him around. Okay. To show... Um, like for real or just storyline? Storyline. He's making, he well, they'll probably come out with it. That's what I'm guessing they'll come out with it. He's making a documentary on how there's a conspiracy against him. Okay. And that's why he's he keeps losing. And, right. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, but Apollo Crews does pick up the win. Fair enough. So... Um, yeah. And then Biggie or Apollo tries to grab Biggie's championship um afterwards. Right. And so we're getting that again. But I'm sure. like I don't know what just happened, but Apollo Cruz has been like shot to the moon in this episode. <laughs> like 
You know, he got that rub from Roman earlier that was pretty dope. Right. And then now... He's winning a match. Yeah. Like, pretty good. All right, and then we got... It will last, because it probably won't. Right. No. Just job him out next week to Johnny McJobberson. Yeah. Um, okay, and then? And then, yeah, our main event segment. Main event! Uh, Universal Championship contract signing. So, yeah, um, Roman Reigns, Jey Uso, and Paul Heyman going out of the ring. Adam Pearce comes down to the ring with the contract, um, gives it to a, or, uh, um, Pierce gives the contract to Roman, says it's now a last man standing match, go ahead and sign it, and he signs it, and Pierce gets up, and just grabs the contract, starts walking away, and as he's going up the ramp, um, he starts limping. And, like, holding his knee and keeps going up and gets a little bit worse, a little bit worse. And by the time he gets to the top, you know, he turns around with the microphone and he's like, you know, since, uh, you know, man, this, you know, this old knee injury just comes, kind of pops up every once in a while. And, um, you know, I don't think I can be medically cleared to wrestle in this match. And as a WWE official... Um, I must make, you know, a change to the match to make sure something happens at the Rumble and Kevin Owens music hits. So now we're going to have last man standing match Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. I don't care. Yeah. Kevin <laughs> Owens walks out. I don't care. Yeah. Kevin Owens walks out, signs the contract and yeah. Okay. They're going to fight again. Whoop. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's going to be good. You know, it's going to be good. I don't, because I didn't watch the other ones. And oh, they were good. I probably won't watch this one either. I will. It's the Rumble. I love the Rumble. Actually, I probably will, because it's the, Rumble. the Rumble. I do like the Rumble matches. The Rumble's my favorite. Yeah, Yeah, I do like the Rumble matches. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah, that's wrestling for the week. Well, now we got to go through number 12, who you buds may know is Bobby Roode. Yeah, or Robert Roode. For you long-time buds out there. Uh, my match was from 2017. I believe yours was first, BJ. Yeah. I watched, uh, I forget exactly when it was from, but okay. it was Robert Roode versus James Storm for the uh, TNA World Heavyweight Championship at the time. Live from uh, the Impact Zone. Live from the Impact Zone. Um, yeah, I think it was what, like, I think it was 12, 11 or 12, somewhere in there, 2000. Obviously, yeah, it was earlier. Not nineteen, right? It was earlier, and yeah, it was not nineteen twelve. That's for sure. It could have been though. No, um, it was not. You don't know. I do. Um, <laughs> but no, this was a fantastic. I match. went to every wrestling show in nineteen twelve, everywhere on the face of the earth, <laughs> and I know that this match did not happen in nineteen twelve. Okay, I apologize. It's then. okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but, so. But yeah, it was a good match. Um, Bobby Roode's such a good heel, too. He is a good heel, like, yeah. Because, um, yeah, there were shenanigans at the end that helped him win the right. championship here from his former partner, James yeah. Storm. Um, yeah. As for where he goes, man, he's going to go, like, that upper middle of the pack. Yeah, that's already where I'm thinking, too. Like... Like, he never Still did bad. anything super extraordinary to put no. him at the top, but he's also never no. been bad, so he right. doesn't belong down towards the bottom. Right. So he's going to be in there with, like, 
your, you know, Jay Lethal's, Adam Cole's. Nick Aldis's. Nick Aldis's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep, yep, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I uh, I watched uh, Bobby Roode defend the NXT Championship against Drew McIntyre at TakeOver Brooklyn 3, 2017. Um, this was a fucking fantastic back and forth. They did a nice, like... 15-minute introduction mm-hmm. video package building up the rivalry of these two. Like, this was back in the good days when, you know, NXT was only an hour long. You had nice slow builds of their pay-per-views. You were super stoked for every match on ev- on every fucking card. There was only five. It was a two-and-a-half-hour show. Like, back right. in the glory days, this was kind of getting to be the end of the glory days of NXT, to be honest. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, this was back when NXT was the best wrestling to watch anywhere from an overall perspective. In-ring work, storyline, plus a bit of comedy mixed in. Right. Um, And this match was the epitome of it. Back and forth, it looked like Drew McIntyre was actually going to win pretty early with the Claymore. Rude barely gets his foot up on the rope in time to break the three count. Uh, They back and forth for a while longer. Robbie... Bobby Roode hits him with the fucking um, glorious DDT. Mm-hmm. Gets two count. Can't believe it. So he gets McIntyre up again. Hits him with a second glorious DDT. But instead of going for the pin, rolls him right back up to pick him up for the third glorious DDT. McIntyre pushes him away just enough. Headbutts him to create some space. Claymore kick. One, two, three. Drew McIntyre is your new NXT champion. Yep. It was a good fucking match. Uh, but yeah, same on the listing. He's mm-hmm. going to go in the same place. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk more about that next week when we reorder. We will reorder next week. But for this week, we're going to move on to news and or rumors. News and or rumors. Uh, I don't have a whole lot this week just because I, I started a new job. So right. I've got more than three. I just had a really rough week. Um. So WrestleMania 37 is... um. Apparently going to be moved as of now from March twenty eighth to April eleventh of twenty twenty one. So yeah, uh, and that would also make it the latest that WrestleMania has ever uh, been run. I assume the hope is more people can go if they push it back farther. I'm assuming that's why they're doing it. Yeah, I don't know, uh, but I don't have a reason for the why or anything to it. Uh, PW Insider notes that the Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber pay-per-view will now be held on February 21st, a week earlier than WWE was originally planning for. Okay. Um, According to Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Randy Orton announcing himself for the Royal Rumble was a red herring, and it actually looks like that they're going to do an Orton versus Bray Wyatt in some kind of gimmick match at the Royal Rumble, and he's not going to be in the Rumble match. Okay. Uh, Trademark filing seemed to indicate that Matt Cardona could be bringing back his True Hollywood Story video series. Okay. Apparently, he filed some kind of trademark for something along those lines, so we could see what happens Z, there. Long Island. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. True Hollywood story was in quotes, because okay. it was that type of show. Right, yeah. Right? Yeah. And um, even though he hasn't been seen anywhere on or around wrestling, uh, don't know why, but I do know Sonny Kiss has not been around, and it's mm-hmm. not because he's injured, and it's not because of COVID, so that's all I know. Okay. That's all I got this week. Okay. Well, you took one of mine, and I only have two more. Okay. And they are both uh, Impact Hard to Kill related. Okay. So, um... Due oh, to, yeah, that's right. I forgot yeah. about those. Due to unavoidable circumstances, Moose will now be replacing Alex Shelley in the Hard to Kill uh, main event. Mm-hmm. So, does that change anything? No. No. Yeah. 
I still think yeah, Kenny and the Good, Kenny Brothers, and Good are Brothers are still winning yeah. regardless of who's yeah. in that fucking match. And in more exciting news, also starting at Hard to Kill, from now on, uh, Impact will have a new broadcast team. Oh, okay. Matt Stryker mm-hmm. and D'Lo Brown that could be will be the new commentators. So, yeah. I'm glad to get rid of Josh Matthews, so that makes me happy. Right. Sweet! And that's all you had this week for news and rumors? Yeah, I think so. I guess with that, we'll move on to trivia! Yeah. We're going to talk about the last decade. New Japan Pro Wrestling. There have only been eight IWGP champions in the oh, last ten years. Okay. Can you name all eight of them? I saw this post, and I just got to remember. Yes. Um, you don't have to do them in order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, you uh, do them. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Uh, Tanahashi. He's one. Uh, Okada. He's on the list. Naito. Yep. Abushi. Yep. Um, your current. Kenny. Yep. Um, You're down to three left. Yeah. Jay White. Yep. Um, oh, fuck. Uh, Evil. Yep. Last one. Fuck. Gaijin. Oh, AJ. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. That's trivia. Yep. I guess with that, we move on to number 11, Samoa Joe. Yeah. I watched Samoa Joe take on Jeff Hardy at Tournament of Champions 2013. Nice. So, my bigger takeaway from the match, other than Jeff Hardy, or other than Samoa Joe, was that I've kind of realized over time, especially doing this podcast and watching a lot of the Jeff Hardy matches that I missed. Mm hmm. I don't understand why Jeff Hardy's as big of a star as he is, to be completely honest. Like, he's got the look, Mm -hmm. but, like, he's been the same forever. Yeah. Like, he's just different levels of soberness is basically what determines how good of a match Jeff Hardy has. This was a good one. He must have been sober. Him and Joe had a pretty good 10-minute match here, 12 minutes, something like that. Uh, Oddly enough, Joe won with a roll-up, which wasn't the most devastating move at all professional wrestling back in 2013. Um, but this was really, I really feel like this match was just to showcase Joe, basically. Mm-hmm. It let him shine over Jeff. Jeff sold well for, for Joe. Right. And Joe's fucking awesome. He's one yeah. of the, he's one of the guys that I've always been convinced when I see him on TV that he's a legitimate badass in real life and I would not mm-hmm. want to fuck with him. Like Brock Lesnar, even though I know Brock Lesnar doesn't just randomly beat the fuck out of people. Right. Uh, he seems like he would and Joe does the same. Where does he go on the list? Uh, ahead of Rude, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, he's still going to be in the same grouping, though. Uh, I think he's just going to be higher up in the grouping. Um, he's going to be at, like, the... He's going to be the bottom of the top tier guys, basically, on my right. list. I think's where he's going to fall. Uh, right under, like, Kenny Omega's and Adam Cole's. Right, right, right. in that area-ish. Because... Um, you know, he fucking... He was a monster in uh, NXT... Mm-hmm. He's been allowed to be a monster in WWE. Honestly, he cut some of the better promos in WWE in that decade just yeah. because they've been so scripted that, you know. Uh, he was top guy in TNA for a long time with, like, AJ Styles and Kurt Angle and then yeah. a rotating cast of various people throughout time and history of TNA. Right. He was one of the constants up there with, like I said, basically Styles and Angle. It seemed like those three guys were top guys for fucking ever. Yep. Um, so yeah, I think that puts him a little bit ahead. What's your match, BJ? Uh, I watched Samoa Joe versus Chris Sabian, uh, 
from like 2013. Mm -hmm. Um, because I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to watch him with a, a smaller guy as well. Those are my favorite matches of his with yeah. the smaller Small, guys. Joe works really well with smaller guys. <laughs> he does. And this was a fantastic match. It was leading to like a six-man uh, ladder match for okay. the X Division title. Yeah. Um, at some paper. Who better? Or oh, whatever. No. no. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Joe does pick up the win. Um, chokes out with the Kofita clutch or whatever. Nice. Um and then afterwards, like, all six guys from the match come out. Okay. Um, bring a ladder. Like, uh, I think Austin Aries. It was Austin Aries, Jeff Hardy, Manic, and... That's why I was looking for the other one. I can't remember who the other one was. But... Um, Somebody. Yeah, they all come out and, yeah, do a little brawl. Um, and then... Or, no, not Manic. Suicide. Um, comes out okay. and suicide does a dive off the top of the ladder and yeah. Hooray! So, so where are you putting him on the list, BJ? Where do you think Samoa Joe is going to fall? Do you agree with me that he's going to be the bottom of your top tier guys or towards the bottom of your top tier guys, or do you think he's going to fall back in the pack? Does he go ahead of Robert Roode? I was yeah, he goes ahead of Robert Roode. Okay, for sure. Um, but I mean, like, honestly, it's only going to be a couple spots ahead of Rude, I think. Yeah. I think. No, I think, honestly, for me, Samoa Joe, he's going to be, yeah, the very top of the the second tier. Okay. So, yeah. it's More like, or less the same place. Yeah, it's like John Moxley, Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, yeah. uh, you know, probably Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan. Same. Samoa Joe. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's what I'm thinking, That's kind of where I'm too. thinking. Like, because I, I, I mean, I'd still put him ahead of... Probably Finn, Kofi, Adam Cole. <clears throat> like, I'm going to put him ahead of those guys. But, yeah, right. he's not quite. And, honestly, if it wasn't for the injuries the past couple years and his WWE, like, top run was a little bit better. Like, right. if he could have, yeah, if he could have kept up the momentum that he had. In NXT when he went up to the main roster. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the stuff he did on the main roster, if he just was able to do that without getting injured and kept doing it consecutively right then oh yeah he'd be a whole other level absolutely <laughs> because he might be number one did, at this point in right. that case because the things he did on the main event or er, in, in the main roster were been amazing good. yeah even his commentary time mm-hmm. when he was hurt was good right it's just like that injury stuff kind of I agree yeah yeah um, well, join us next week where we make it official. We'll be ordering, reordering numbers mm-hmm. 10 through 29. Yeah. And then locking those motherfuckers into place. No, 11 through 30. 11 through 30 and then locking those yeah. motherfuckers into place. Yep. The top, the bottom 10. Right. And then, yeah. yeah. And then two weeks we'll start. 21 through 10. 30 will get locked in. And yeah, and then we'll start the top 10. And yeah. And finish we'll that out. some complete reorders. And Which is actually kind of funny. We're going to be ending this pretty close to the end of the season. That's dope. It's going to work out close. That's it'll be out by a couple weeks, I think. But okay. it'll be Because we'll do recaps and shit, too. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, we got all that shit to look forward to Fuck yeah, in the future, do. buds. You, you can tell us where stoked. you think Bobby Roode and Samoa Joe should go on the list. You can hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter or email to the Gmail at the same. You can get me at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore G-U-N-S. And you can get me at Beads2004, that's B-E-E-J-2-0-0-4. Leave us a five-star ratings, comments, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody. I don't care. Huh? Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Just tell them. Just tell them. 
Well, I mean, yeah, just do it uh, safely. Hey, you, you should listen Text to Buds Watch Wrestling. Yeah. What you should do is go to your contacts in your phone, select all of them. Every single one. Make a group chat and be like, hey, yo, y'all should watch Buds Watch Wrestling. And then they'll be like, what the fuck is a Buds Watch Wrestling? And then you'll be... BJ Lee Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. Yeah, we fucking do. Every week. So fucking do it. Just yeah. fucking do it, damn it. And until next time, that's BJ over there. Ooh, that's Daryl over there. Peace out, guys. See you. Get out of my fucking basement. <sighs> not you, Buds. You can hang out for I'm not gonna. Oh, well, fuck you. <laughs>